You may be seated. God's beloved people, grace to you in peace from God, our Creator, and from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A few weeks ago, I was listening to National Public Radio as their weather guru, Cliff Mass, described November weather patterns in the Puget Sound. Now, weather guru isn't his official title. He's actually a professor of atmospheric science at the University of Washington. As I listened to him, I learned that November is the most predictably stormy time of year in the Puget Sound. This surprised me, as I guess it does a lot of people, according to Dr. Mass. We might think more of January or maybe even March, but it is late November that most reliably brings the storms. It has something to do with the jet stream and weather in the South Pacific, but I'm not an atmospheric scientist, so I really don't know why. But I thought of Mass's words this past Tuesday when the skies opened up and dumped all of their watery contents on us. That was really kind of bizarre, wasn't it? I don't remember something quite like that in recent history. As I drove home over the Narrows Bridge, lightning split the sky and bounced off the water, reflected on the water. I felt like I was on the set of some kind of apocalyptic end of days movie. It was all very eerie. And very much in keeping with the first Sunday of Advent. The season of Advent arrives like a stormy November day full of apocalyptic images that are dark and somewhat foreboding. In our gospel reading today, we hear of distress among nations, chaos in nature, persecution, betrayal, words that can aptly describe every generation of history since they were written. This whole chapter of Luke's gospel describes dramatic endings that will occur in history. It's a pretty dark text to read this time of year, quite out of sync with the tinsel and the twinkle lights and the festive vibe that is going on all around us this holiday season. But this is the new church year, and for better or worse, we enter into it by telling the truth about our own experience as human beings. We are familiar with darkness. We know more than we would like to know about storms, about conflict, about painful endings. Sometimes we experience these as a result of some large-scale thing like our text names, political conflict, war, natural disaster. But most of the time, these endings come to us in more personal ways. They come as an unwelcome diagnosis, or as the death of a loved one, they come in the break of a significant relationship, or the loss of a job and an identity. There is no shortage of endings in this human life. The Christian faith doesn't deny this reality. We don't dress it up in garlands and bows and pretend that life is always beautiful and happy. Instead, together, we lean into the promise that all of these endings take place in the context of a larger reality, a divine reality that by the grace of God 
defines our lives. The Christian story is of a love so resilient and strong, so tender and true that it holds us through all of the storms, all of the darkness, all of the endings. This is the love of God for us in Jesus Christ. In the season of Advent, we hear of a God who reaches through time and space to meet us, to enter our messy and unpredictable lives, to bring us the gift of redemption. Now, redemption is not always a comfortable thing. It involves difficult truths about our inability to save ourselves, about all of the things we do to deal with fear and anxiety, the ways that we distract and numb ourselves. The season of Advent calls us to wake up, to open our eyes, to be alert to God's activity in the world. With the darkness of this season and the problems and the pain of the world always on display in front of us, it's tempting to want to just crawl under the covers, isn't it? Or to put Netflix on continuous loop. But Advent is a season to wake up, to wake up to God's presence and promises, to stand on our tippy toes expectantly, leaning into this promise of redemption. It's a fairly audacious promise. It asks us to trust that as people join to Christ, we are joined to him in all circumstances, welcome or unwelcome, frightening or comforting, through beginnings and endings. Whatever lies ahead for us or for history or for creation itself, Christ will be present to redeem, to gather us all into God's love and into God's eternal life. Nothing can separate us from that. Whatever the future brings, it is held by God in Christ Jesus. This is the central promise of our faith. And it is the basis of Christian hope. Christian hope isn't tethered to our ability to be perfectly optimistic and cheerful. It does not depend on homes that are tastefully decorated or picture-perfect Christmas cards. Hope, as author Anne Lamott writes, is born in darkness. Christian hope was born in the darkness of an empty tomb where people were shaken to their core People who quickly learned that with God, nothing is impossible, and that where everything looks like death, God is working life. This is the hope into which you and I step this Advent. We join the company of all those who have gone before us. We do not travel alone. We are companions for one another on the way. And for this, I am so grateful. I could not walk this path of faith, hope, and love by myself. I need brothers and sisters like you. Paul's words to the Thessalonians that we heard this morning resonate with me. How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy we feel before our God because of you? This is how I feel about our faith community here at St. Mark's. I thank God that you are my companions on this journey. And today our circle of companionship grows as we welcome new members to our congregation. We are so glad you are here. We are looking forward to hearing your stories and discovering your gifts.
You will bless this community as together we sing and pray and break bread and trust ancient promises through all of the seasons and storms of life. During that storm last Tuesday, as darkness was falling and our lights at home were flickering, Ray and I gathered all of our candles and we made sure that we had matches handy in case the power went out. We were prepared. I think the season of Advent is like this. Together we light our candles. Their flickering flames scatter the darkness. We add our light to the sum of light to all that God is doing in this world. For this sturdy promise and for the gift of redemption, we say thanks be to God. Amen. If you have prayer cards, just hold those up as we sing together. <clears throat> 